Jones, Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones. It's a podcast about Indiana Jones. Every movie, one minute at a time. Indiana Jones, minutes. Welcome back. To the Indiana Jones Minute, the podcast in which we celebrate and discuss the film Raiders of the Lost Ark one minute at a time. I'm Tom Taylor. I'm Professor Pete Mubbert. <laughs> I'm, I'm Terry Porter. And joining us again, we thought we only had her for a couple of days, but she's she just won't leave. It's actually getting kind of <laughs> awkward. But here she is, Christy Porter. Thanks for coming back, Christy. Hi, everyone. Hi, Chris. <laughs> you hanging in there? You're going to be all right? Oh, yeah. I'm okay. Good. You had a long drive back in today, I know. I apologize for that. All right, minute 29. Minute 29 begins with Marion uh, taking a worthless bronze medallion out of her shirt, and it ends with the entrance of Tote and his gang of merry men. It, we were talking about whether the crystal, we were asking whether the crystal is off-center. And it does look a little off-center to me, but that might just be me. Really? I'm, I'm looking at it right now, minute eight, or yeah, second 18 of minute 29, and I don't, that, that's, I mean, either that or you're like one of those super dudes who studies math in graduate school. <laughs> well, if you want to say that it's like, like I mean, that's on-center, like. If it's yeah, closer to if, the top than to the bottom, I can see that maybe. No, I think it looks, if you look at second 18, there's more of the red crystal on the left side of the medallion than there is on the right. Like it's really? a little. I, I believe that means it's off center, fellas. But imagine <laughs> he's sure. come halfway around the world to look at this piece, and you're like, "Okay, what's this piece you're looking for? It's a worthless medallion. <laughs> what does it look like? It's a gold thing with a crystal in the middle. Do you have it? Right. You're not. I mean, you're not. If if somebody knew nothing about the Sphinx. Like from another planet, and they come down, and there's comb in the earth. You'd be like, "Yeah, it's kind of shaped like a line. It's got a block head, and it's long." Yeah, it's missing its nose. Yeah, uh, one paws slightly gonna, off. You're not gonna, you're not gonna say blah all that stuff, and right, it's you know, it's off center. <laughs> the no, head of the sphinx not. is off center. I like it's, to don't think don't try and give me that on center medallion <laughs> that Abner, you know, <laughs> right? It's totally might, misaligned. Might have given you. Yeah, I like to think maybe Indy's a little bit of a pedant. Yeah, I was going to say, mm. like, what's his class like? Yeah. That's He's right. grading papers and <laughs> students like, oh, God, Dr. Mm -hmm. Jones, you know what I meant. You know what I meant. <laughs> well, the, the heading on the, is supposed to be in the upper right-hand corner. <laughs> Name, room number. Yeah. You know, this, area, this scene reminds me of sitcoms when I was a kid, too, because it was Seems like in the seventies and eighties, women were always taking things out of their shirt, like their money, <laughs> their wallet. Really? That's all the that they ever took out of their shirts. <laughs> what shows were you watching? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> these these uh, liberal women today with their stuff in their pockets. Yeah, yeah with their wallets, <laughs> their pockets. <laughs> I have well, a question. I... Well, why? I don't know. Is this just movie uh, convenience? Like, why is that piece in particular the one that she wears around her neck and seems to it seems to have a personal meaning to her? 
She enjoys the symmetry. No, she doesn't enjoy <laughs> oh, the symmetry. <laughs> what a nice, what or, a nice a uh, necklace. Her breasts are slightly off center, and it kind of balances it out. I'm going to cut that out. <laughs> well actually not a whole lot of makes sense around here so she's wearing this hubcap thing it just happens to be the one he's looking for and she not only knows where it is but there it is right there and then we look at it through the uh, candle flickering and then the chain passes right through her neck yeah you know that killed me when i was yeah well i i mentioned towards the beginning when uh, uh there's a web on the uh idol when belloc's holding it and then he turns around there's no oh, yeah. web the, I, yep. my my again pedantic uh 10 year old brain like wouldn't mm-hmm. let that go mm-hmm. for this either i was furious like, come and on, then she she hangs it on a yak skull candle holder and you know it's either worthless or it's worth three thousand dollars <laughs> right and uh she's like well i'll just set that right here then you know that's perfectly and then she throws three thousand dollars in a cigar box for crying out loud has she no sense of safety? None. Right. Well, I was thinking about that. I kind of like that because I was like, you know, remember back in the day, people used to hide their money in cigar boxes. <laughs> <laughs> they used to. That was like a thing. Much like you know, women keeping yeah. their With cigar keeping boxes their to broad valuables and yeah. <laughs> and, and I thought that's completely safe. People used to dress up to get on airplanes. Sure. They used to keep their savings in a cigar box. So if that were true, that's exactly way. where you would look for people's savings, wouldn't it? So, you know, well, now I guess it's like, you know, keeping your, your, you know, carving out the middle of a Bible and putting your money in there because anybody who would pick up the Bible wouldn't steal your money. But that's Aww. exactly where you would go. You would go to the cigar <laughs> or the Bible to find people's valuables. Well, this is also her place of business. Like you figure she probably has a place where she regularly keeps money. <laughs> She's going to yes. take it on down to the ATM? Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> no, do I mean, like, behind the counter drop? or something. Well, all right. Well, I think, you know, to ask, answer your question about uh, is it is it uh, movie convenience, I think it goes to show you that, look, she's been completely sidelined, marginalized, you know, for the last 10 years, living in a remote mountain town. And all of a sudden, she's at the right place at the right time with the right headpiece <laughs> it is the right headpiece yeah with the right headpiece and she pulls it out and she's like this is exactly what the, he was looking for as my ticket out of here and I've been wearing it around my neck <laughs> see I kind of buy it under those t- I mean I buy it as like you know if her dad's whole thing was the Ark and Tannis and finding all the relics and everything I can see her as like a younger kid you know, like her dad probably was super into this. He was super excited when he found this one thing. This is like one of the keys to finding the ark. And so it was special to him and now it's special to her. I can, you know, I'm going to let it, you know, it's either that or, well, I guess I'll go in the basement and go through all the boxes and see if I can find that one thing that Indy was looking for. <laughs> you know, this will waste half an hour of the movie. No, you're right. I mean, that would be Ravenwood's. That would be his crowning you know, yeah. bits of junk. Right. Yeah. yeah. Do you think it always makes candles flicker when you turn it in front of a candle? Or do you think it's just, does the arc know that it's getting closer to being found? <laughs> Power of God. <laughs> ah. 
I honestly, I thought that was, uh, I thought that was Tote getting off the plane. <laughs> and there's just like a, there's like a, you know, sometimes like if somebody opens the door outside or they shut the bathroom door or something, then the bedroom door goes boof. There's a little bit of an air suction. <laughs> I was like, yeah. that's probably Tote getting off the plane. He's about to come in, and there was some, or you know, he opened the screen door on the outside. Wait, you think he landed outside the bar in a plane? Hey, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'll allow it. Yeah, I mean, he, he opened something. It's it's either showing his arrival is imminent. Yeah. I think it's a little more lightning firepower of God or something. Like, it, oh, I mean, that's like haunted house stuff. You know, oh, the candles are flickering. Yeah, yeah that's what I thought. Too, yeah. but I, like, I, I like... completely thought it was tote approaching the door. <laughs> really? <laughs> I absolutely did. The first time you saw the movie before you even know that somebody's about to come in. Well, he brings uh, with no, him like a, a gust of cold air, you know? Yeah, He's... when he opens the door, he hasn't opened the door yet. Well, yeah, it's a foreshadowing <laughs> thing. Oh, you porters are nuts. Maybe maybe he, he uh, put his hand on the doorknob and he just kind of rattled it to see if it was open. Maybe you he, know, he used a really long straw through a crack in one of the windows. And he went, hey, that's yeah, a that's it. Absolutely. <laughs> One thing I love in this moment, she's uh, you know, she's having a little quiet moment by herself, and she takes the idol out and puts it on the thing. Not the idol, the uh, medallion. And uh, she looks up sort of wistfully, and she looks just like Kelly Leake from the Bad News Bears. And I know I just said I have a crush on her. I don't know if I have a crush on Kelly Leake, but I have a huge crush on Marion Ravenwood, and that didn't hurt. I see. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, her face lights up when she looks at the money. And yeah. and that that reminded me. I was like, this this might be somebody who uh, could be in you know could could be aligned with uh, Indiana Jones. See, I don't want to cast her though as being greedy. She's this is her ticket out of like a crummy situation that she's been stuck in. You know, it's not like yeah, oh, I can she's not buy that Yeah, dress. no, I agree. I agree. All right, just be nice. She's my girlfriend. <laughs> I won't have any of this. Hey, did anybody know that Toad has a sister? <laughs> named Elsa. What? What? Well, I read on the internet <laughs> that so Toad has true. a sister named Elsa. Does not. That's just nonsense. <laughs> it was under like the Toad bio section. Are you dead serious? <laughs> I'm dead serious. And it went all weird. It, you know, like, he was in Cub Scouts and. Oh my so God. Was this an older sister, a younger sister? You know, if you're looking online to confirm that Marshall College is in Connecticut, that's fine. But once you start getting into, like, Toad's sister, you know you've gone too far. That's Probably, true. Yeah. Like baby yeah. Greedo business. Oh, my God. Ooh, oh, that's smart. <laughs> Sorry, <Chris>. Yeah. <laughs> Bat leather jacket punch. Yeah, there you go. That's but, yeah, better. finally, Toad does walk in, and uh, he might be one of the best unsung bad guys in movie history he's, he's really 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 awesome he and yeah. he's just so over the top the entire time yeah but like in weird like unexpected creepy ways yeah like i mean he doesn't we don't get to hear him say anything yet in this minute but he's he's uh he's awesome and i look forward to getting to talk about him tomorrow <laughs> but it's funny he's i like ronald lacy i think i've seen him in at least two other movies and i had no idea that it was him like, I had to, you know, see later. Oh, I saw Firefox. I saw Flesh and Blood. He was in those? Oh, my God. He, do, he does that awesome. creepy breathing thing. 
Yeah. It's like his <laughs> signature move. He's got all that dried ice on his shoulders. What are you talking about? Signature move, creepy breathing. Oh, that. Right. That is a creepy breathing. Yeah, you're right. Sorry, Jer. You're right. Hey, imagine, like, trying to get that character and you'd be like, all right, so you're going to be wearing all black. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to give you glasses that make you look like you're a real stickler. Yeah. And then let's see, you need something else, like crack your knuckles. <laughs> uh, that's not it. Nah. You can't, breathe, breathe in and out nervously. <laughs> but like you're glad that you're nervous. <laughs> like you're a nervous Nazi math teacher. That's terrible. <laughs> like algebra. Worse. Yeah. <laughs> that's a really good entrance. All right. So the people who entered, so we had Indiana Jones entering, and that was a good entrance. And then we have Tote entering, and that's a really good. Yeah. Yeah, we get like a little piece of his entrance right in this minute. But we get a great, and I'm sure Jerry noticed this, a great little kind of evil fanfare when they walk in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Second only to Indy's evil fanfare when we first met him in Peru. Hmm. Does he Isn't have it... his own theme, this guy? Does Toad have I, his own theme? That's a great question. That's that a, a great, great question. question. I think it's his breathing. <laughs> like Darth Vader. That's his light motif. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to pay attention later when he has his uh, key scenes later on. If if this kind of kind of speaking of German stuff, Pete and light motif, all that business. Is there? Did you do you know that tote? I maybe you can correct me. Is German? Is it? It it's a sort of German derivation for death. It sounds like the jerk. It's not spelled the same, but it sounds the same way as if you say dead toad. Really? Hmm. So, yeah, it's the German word's P O D. There's other nice music in this minute, too. Like what? It's when they when she's holding the uh, the medallion. Oh yeah, it's kind of a nice mix of the arc theme and kind of a little intro to Marion's theme. Mm-hmm. Yeah, John Williams knows what he's doing. I'm gonna have to pay more attention to the music. Well, that's what's nice is it's it's you can watch the whole movie and just kind of feel it. Yeah. So, so do you, you don't think... even. Oh, sorry, go ahead. You're not even fully aware. I mean, you're only aware when you're aware. You're like, oh, my gosh, that's a great scene. But you can go the entire thing. You just feel it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which Do is you good think cause... that, uh, that Marion, like in this moment, has she decided that, well, okay, Indy will come back tomorrow. I'll give him the medallion that I found in my shirt. I'll take the money. I'll go back to the States with him. Is she like, is she fully decided now? Yes. That's why she kind of goes a little fist pound on the table yeah. when she hangs it up. Yeah. Because yeah, <laughs> when does. you're alone, you have to telegraph that stuff to yourself. That's right. <laughs> How else will you know? That's right. Well, and so that means, like, by her hanging it there, you're like, that's basically like the duck's mouth. <laughs> yes. House. Okay. Yeah, let, that's right. Let, let the people into the, the, the mindset of the porters. What is the duck's mouth in the porter Chris, lore? Well, it's a... It's a um, it's a note holder for like telephone messages and so forth. And it was made out of, you know, 
couple of blocks of wood that somebody might have carved and was bought at a craft fair. And um, the bill and the pin feathers behind the duck's head are made out of a clothespin. And you'd leave notes in the duck's mouth. You'd leave the most important and pressing issues in the duck's mouth. (laughs) In the duck's mouth. And everybody knew exactly, you know, how important it was because it was in the duck's (laughs) mouth, which was a clothespin. I've known you guys my entire life. And that... The, the duck itself and the phrase put it in the duck's mouth are my favorite details of my life so far. <laughs> it just says everything about knowing you guys and hanging out with you guys. Oh, put it in the, in the duck's mouth. All right. Yeah, yeah. You walk in from so. a long day playing video games. Oh, there's a note in the duck's mouth. Oh, there's pizza in the fridge. Okay. And, you know, my, my parents drive a lot of things down to my home. And they want me to have a lot of things to get it out of their home. And you know what's never there? Mm. The duck. I have the duck. The duck. Wait, <gasps> what? <laughs> you. Scalloway. And you're going to have to come to the dog. West Coast to get it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, dogs. we're just going to end the episode now and let Jerry and Christy take care of this. <laughs> if only you spoke of Vitos. Yeah, <laughs> if only I spoke of Vitos. No wonder. I mean, it's clear now. Mom and Dad love you best. We all suspected it. Mm. <laughs> all right. Well, on that note of uh, sibling uh, rivalry and hatred and bitterness, <laughs> mm. uh, let's wrap this one up and we can come back tomorrow and, and finish off. Uh, hopefully not Mary and hopefully she'll be OK. But uh, Pete, where can uh, people get in touch with us and chat with Ooh. us about stuff and put things in our duck's mouth? Leave us a comment <laughs> on our Facebook page and let us know which porter you prefer. <laughs> or find hey. us at indianajonesminute.com is there any way we can like make a message board that's in the shape of a duck with a mouth and like, like a clothespin mouth and anybody leaves us a message there is leaving it in the duck's mouth I think they sell those things in Traverse City oh my gosh I think they sell them in a couple more places than that but anyone in Traverse City happen to be listening from there please send Christy a duck made out of a at least Close clip pen. art. Yeah. It looks like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And please come back tomorrow. Put a note in the duck's mouth to remind you to come back for minute 30 of Raiders of the Lost Ark here on the Indiana Jones Minute. Quack, quack. Right. <laughs> that got weird. <laughs> it doesn't actually quack, Pete. It's a wood shock. <laughs> I also that was kind of an Ed Asner quack sound. <laughs> <laughs> quack, quack. 